Magandang malamig na panahon sa ating lahat. <laughs> Sino mga giniginaw dyan? Yeah. Hindi ako daw. Ayan, sa lahat na mga giniginaw, papainitin natin tong araw na to dahil ang presensya ng Panginoon ay narito. Tama? Amen. Amen. Let us all stand up as we start this worship. Let us pray. Lord, salamat po. Salamat sa malamig na panahon na ito, Lord God. Salamat, Lord God, for reminding us, Lord Jesus, na tuwing kami ay nilalamig, Lord God. Ang iyong mga yakap, Lord God, ang magsisilbing init, Lord Jesus, sa aming mga katawan, Lord God. And as we begin, Lord Jesus, this time of worship, we ask for your presence, Lord Jesus, to be with us. Fill this place with your Holy Spirit and open our hearts to receive your word with joy and understanding, Lord God. Truly, you are the creator of all things, the giver of life, and the source of all goodness. Let us worship And let our worship be pleasing to you, Lord God, a sweet aroma of adoration and love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Life is full of twists and turns, tama? Those moments challenge us while others bring us joy and clarity. Let us take this time to reflect on those times that challenge us, changed us, and brought us closer to God. We'll sing, we'll pray, and we'll share together, knowing that we're not alone in this journey. Let us all read in Psalm 145, verse 17 to 21. The Lord is righteous in all His ways, and faithful in all He does. The Lord is near to all who call on Him, to all who call on Him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear Him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love Him, but all the wicked He will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise His holy name forever and ever. Let us sing praises to our God. As we sing, Hold me in your arms, never let me go I wanna spend eternity with you We sing I sing I wanna be with you. 
decision, transition, and even transformation. And these moments often call us to pause, to reflect, and to seek guidance from the one who holds our past, our present, and our future in His hands. In these moments that we can find God's presence, wisdom, and grace. As we sing the next songs, let us use this time of worship to come before our Creator, our God, our Savior, acknowledging the defining moments na experience natin and those that may lie ahead. May we find encouragement in the songs that we sing Reminding us of how God is so faithful through every twist and turn ng ating life's journey. And truly, there is no greater love than the love of Jesus. Sweet and 
tayo dahil sa bagyo. Dahil sa mga nangyayari. And again, I was reminded na, anak, be still and know that I am God. And I will never leave you nor forsake you. I can't help but cry every time I have this time to reflect on how good our God is. And every time we encounter this, I just leave to bring Him praise. The best place that really comforts us is in the quiet and in the stillness of God's presence. Truly, there is none but Grace to do your 
quiet moments for where we feel your presence and know that you are in control for your grace Lord God that picks us up giving us the strength for each day Lord God Jesus you're the one we want above all else Lord God your sacrifice sets us free and we can't help but praise you Lord God praise you through the storm praise you through the joy and praise you whatever it takes Lord God our song of praise to you never stops Lord God and it will never will Lord God you are our joy our hope our rock you are the God of defining moments and we are grateful for your presence with us in every step of our journey. Salamat, Panginoon. All glory, all honor, power, and praise belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Palakpakan naman po natin ang ating Panginoon. Mas malakas pa po dyan. Ayan, bago po tayo umupo, pakisabi naman sa katabi mo, ready ka na ba? Ayan, lahat ng ready na, makakaupo na po. Ayan, good morning. Ayan, settle down, lalo na yung mga tao sa likod, settle down. Ayan, so, good morning sa, is, bawat isa sa inyo. Diba? And indeed, Every gising is a blessing, sabi nga nila, di ba? So, it's so good to be alive today. Kahit alam ko sa inyo, eh, wala ng damit na maisot. Dahil napakahirap magpatuyo ngayon ng damit. Pero it's still so good to be uh, alive today. 
So today we start a new series entitled Defining Moments. Sabi mo, tabi mo, Defining Moments. And as we welcome the month of August, ayan, for the whole month, ito yung gagawin natin, aside from us hearing the Word of God, ayan, we get to hear testimonies from different people about one of many defining moments in their life. So today, before we get to hear God's Word, allow me to welcome ayan, uh, a mother, a sister, ano pa ba sa kanya? an educator, a Christian, Child of God, yeah. and one of our own, let's all welcome yeah. Sister Sabrina to share her defining moment. Uh, good morning. I don't pala. <laughs> don't daw ako. Ayan, good morning everyone. Kanina, bago matapos yung song na binigay si Pastor sa akin, akala ko pang pakalma. Yung para lalong pang panerbios. Okay. And so, um, in my life, I had, I have had several wars. Kung yung mundo natin hanggang World War II lang, ako marami. Yung isushare ko ngayon, mga siguro War 10 sa buhay ko yan. Pang 10 or pang 11, pang 12, ganoon. So, ang dami. So, I'm going to share, I titled it, My Struggles His Way. And brace yourself, I'll be talking for one year. One year yan, yung naka-history dyan. So yan, one year yan. Okay? Um, lalapit ako dahil hindi ko makita. So we have, um, pag tinignan ninyo yung, ay sorry, pag tinignan ninyo yung timeline, 2009 to 2010, pag tinignan ninyo, uh, nag-umpisa siya ng May 2009, nag-end siya ng um, around November 2010. So, one year yan and uh, mahigit. So, tinimeline ko siya para later on ma-appreciate ninyo kung gaano kalaki yung, binig, uh, yung, yung power ni God sa buhay ko. So, yung, noong 2009, I had three surgeries. So, I underwent three surgeries. First was on May yun yung diagnostic, para malaman kung ano, nagdidecay na ba yung katawan ko o hindi pa. Yan, kung kailangan na ba kung ibaon six feet below the ground. And then, you know, nung May, so yun yung nalaman that I had cancer. So, July, I had my major operation. Uh, I had my mastectomy. Ano yun, bilateral. So, we have July. So, yung nung October, meron na naman kasing tumubo na lump dito. So, I had to go through another surgery. So, three in a row. Diba, kala mo yung coffee lang ang may three in one. Ako din meron. Oh, three in one. Three in a row yan, 2009. 2009, 2000, and I got pregnant after. 2009, I gave birth. At uh, 2010, I gave, September 2010, I gave birth to Lord Will. Kaso lang, so he was born September 20, 2020, uh, 2010. One week after, nag-seizure siya. Ayan na yun, 2010, okay, mga uh, last week ng September. So around two weeks old lang siya noon. Two weeks old lang si Lord Will noon. He had seizures. So we had to bring him doon sa BGH. 
Kaso ang BGH at any hospital dito sa Baguio noon, wala pa silang facility for MRI. So we were asked by the doctors to go to Manila for the MRI. So dinala namin si Lord Will sa Manila for MRI para malaman kung ano nga yung sakit niya. Kasi nag-seizure siya eh. So he was on medication para hindi siya mag-seizure uh, while waiting for the result. So we had to bring him to Manila for MRI. We had to carry with us also yung dalawa, si Brienne at saka si Krujan, because we could not leave them behind. But actually, I I realized later on that it was actually God's plan to bring them with us. Bakit? Kasi, so si Lord Will yung pasyente namin. 2010, we had to go to Manila for, her, for his MRI. Siya yung pasyente namin. Pero pagdating namin ng Manila, so while we were doing all the tests for Lord Will. Along the way, si Krejan nagkasakit ng FMD. Uh, by the way, yung mga sakit po pala namin is pang mayaman. Yes. Kaya nung nag-undergo nag ako ng surgery nung October, kasi kilala na ako ng mga doktor, pangatlo ko na yun eh. Sabi, ang protocol kasi is tatanungin ka kung may ubo ka, may sipon. Sabi nung doktor, ma, may sipon ka ba? Wala. May ubo ka? Dok, alam mo naman yung sakit ko pang mayaman, hindi yan yung mga sakit ko. So, tumawa na lang yung doktor. So, at saka, hindi lang pang mayaman, exotic din yung mga sakit nila. Yeah, exotic. At saka, mahirap ispelingin. Ewan ko kung bakit sa amin binigay, eh, hindi naman magaling mag-spelling yung mga anak ko. Di ba? Yan. So, yan yun. 2010, Nagka-FMD si Krujan, foot and mouth disease. So, nilagnat siya. Actually, yung foot and mouth disease, hindi naman siya masyadong dangerous, di ba? So, gumaling siya. But after him, nilagnat na si Brienne. So, we thought na hawaan siya ng FMD. But later on, we found out hindi pala. Because kinabukasan, lupaypay na siya. Hindi na, para siyang baby, na pag hinawakan mo, liliyad na ng ganyan. Parang walang buto. So, we had to rush. So, si to the hospital kasi nga ganun. So, we went to Capitol pero Capitol had no neurosurgeon during that time. So, we were sent to St. Luke's. St. Luke's did not find anything. Uh, alam lang daw siya. Ang sabi ng St. Luke's eh, uh, yung anak nyo, ano lang, uh, KSP lang siya. Kaya ganyan. O, yun sabi ng St. Luke's. Pauwiin daw kami eh. Kung inuwi namin yung bata, patay na sana siya ngayon. Wala na sanang burihin na nakaupo dyan sa likod. So, we did not decide to bring her home. We had to transfer her to UST. So, UST siya to 2010. That's October 10. Nasa UST siya hanggang November 28. Nasa UST siya. So, yung unang pasyente namin, nawala na sa picture. Nawala na yung unang-unang pasyente na dinala namin, nawala na sa picture kasi yung panganay naman na yung inasikaso namin. So, we had to bring her. She had to stay in the ICU for one month mahigit. Kasi October 10, we were there. She was diagnosed with GBS. Ayan, di ba? Ang hirap. Guillain-Barre syndrome. Exotic nga siya. Kasi rare siya na sakit. Okay? So, tinitira ng sakit niyan yung nerves at saka muscles. Kaya hanggang ngayon, si Brian nagpipiti pa din. It's good that she can already walk on her own, pero lagi siyang trip Kasi, Yung left side niya, mga around 70% na yung recover, pero yung right side niya is 50% pa lang. So, ongoing. 20 years old na siya, ongoing pa rin yung therapy niya. So, she was there until November 28, kasi tapos ng medication niya. So, kailangan na siyang umuwi. But, when we brought her home, the hospital told us, 
to secure a room na parang hospital room din. So we had to buy yung oxygen, the bed should be like the hospital bed, and then all the other, except the ventilator, yun lang, kasi hindi namin madala yun. So lahat yun, prepare. And then they taught me, kasi sa haba ba naman ng time ko sa hospital, natutunan ko na din paano maglinis ng trach, kasi she was intubated after three weeks, she was into trach na, kasi hindi pala pwedeng matagal yung intubation. So sa trach, so tinuruan nila kung paano maglinis ng trach, and then yung NGT, paano magpakain. Kaya nung umulis ako ng hospital, sabi ko sa doctors, asan po yung certificate ko ng caregiving? Kasi tinuruan nila ako eh. So, alam ko na yun paano. So, yun yung ginawa ako. Tapos, uh, November 28 yun, inuwi namin si Brienne. November 29, pinasok namin si Lord Will sa capital for brain surgery niya. Kasi, he was found out to have yung DIG, D-I-G, Desmoplastic Infantile Ganglioglioma. Di ba? Sabi ko sa inyo, exotic yung mga... <laughs> ayan, ayan, ayan. <laughs> ayan, so, yun yung, ano, so, meron siyang dig, according to the findings sa MRI, so, kailangan niyang, meron siyang tumor sa left side. Okay? Yun yung sabi ng doktor. Pero pinagdasal ko yun. And all the pastors, I asked them to pray na matunaw na lang sana yung yung tumor. Actually, I, I had to, to, to tell the doctor, yung doctor kasi sa ni Lord Will, si Dr. Legaspi, yung kapatid ng Dr. Manny Pacquiao. And the Lord led us to him. Kasi wala naman akong alam na doktor. Wala kaming alam. Sabi ko, Dok, pinagpadasal ko yan eh, na matunaw na yung, na yung ano niya, tumor. Baka naman natunaw na, Dok, wag na lang nating ipaopera. Eh, si Dr. Legaspi, UP yan yan. Ano yung mga UP yan? Hindi mo sila madaling kausapin tungkol sa mga ganyan. So sabi niya, oh nga, oh sige, sabihin natin kung natunaw. Pero kung natunaw yan kasi, pag sinabi ko siyang ipa-MRI mo ulit yung bata, tas natunaw yan, bubuksan ko pa din yan kasi lilinisin ko eh. Pinatay mo na ngayon yung utak ng bata, sabi niya. Ay sige dok, hindi na lang natin ulit ipa-MRI. Uh, so yan. So, nag... Brain, uh, cranial surgery siya ng December 1. Kasi November 29, pumunta kami. So, iniwan na namin si Brian sa auntie. Siya na yung nag-aalaga, ganun. Kasi yung auntie naman niya is medical, nasa medical field din lang naman. So, alam niya yung mag-ano ng trick. So, iniwan na namin. So, we, I had to go to the hospital doon sa, sa capital naman. O, di ba? Bahay ko, hospital. UST, tsaka Capital Medical Center. From one hospital to another. Uh, at kapapanganak ko lang noon. Kapapanganak ko lang, September ako nanganak eh. So, uh, capital kami, uh, he underwent yung surgery around 8 hours yung surgery niya eh. So, pinagdadasal ko din yun kasi when I was in UST, ako kasi yung nagbantay kay Brian all throughout, nakita ko may baby na ka- kaedad ni Lord Will noon, 2 months old lang din siya, pumutok lahat ng ugat. So nakatiwangwang yung bata for one day na walang gamot. Ganun pala yun. Pag pumutot lahat ng uta- ugat na daanan ng swero, ng gatas, hindi muna nila anuhan ulit. So 24 hours yung bata nakatiwangwang walang gamot, walang gatas, walang... Sabi ko, Lord, wag naman sana mangyari kay Lord William. So yung doktora niya, nilagyan niya ng outlet ng swero, outlet dito, outlet sa pa. Kasi sa operating room yun eh, dugo at saka yung swero papasok. Eh pagka bumalya yun, wala na talaga. So ayan, so he had his surgery sa Capitol. Ayan yung history namin ng aming war against sicknesses. So, ang tanong ngayon is,
Okay, ang tanong ngayon is, did I cry? Hindi po. I never cried. Gangster kasi ako eh. <laughs> so I never cried. <laughs> And I had no reason to cry. Why would I cry? Nobody died yet. Why would I cry? I, I still had the chance to talk to God. So I never cried. Did I question God? No. Never. Never did I question God sa lahat ng nangyari na yun. Wala akong, hindi ko, sinis, hindi ko sinabi, Lord, bakit naman ako? Bakit hindi na lang yung kapitbahay namin salbahe? <laughs> hindi ko sinabi yun, okay? Did I blame God? No. I never did. Okay? Kasi I accepted that I am a servant of God. Um, uh, tinanggap ko na kasi yun na Lord siya, servant ako. Pag servant ka, wala kang choice. Diba? You are under His mercy. So lahat ng mangyayari sa buhay mo, under His mercy. So I never blame God. Was I stressed out? No. Hindi rin. Paano ko masasabi na hindi ako na-stress? Unang-una, nung nasa UST ako, ako nagbabantay, yung lounge doon na tirahan ng magbabantay, upuan lang walang tulugan at aircon ang lamig. Kapapanganak ko lang noon, three weeks lang, paskong nanganak. Higa ako doon sa floor, karton ang upo ang higaan ko. Never akong nagkasakit. Kaya lang later on, na-realize namin na mukhang tatagal pala kami sa hospital. So yung, yung hipag ko, pinadala na ako ng kotson. Oh. Pero before that, siguro mga two weeks akong nakahiga sa sa karton. Okay? So sa karton kami, kami nakahiga, kami, kami doon, marami kami. Pero ako kasi, yung residente na doon, iniiwanan ako ng mga nagbabantay. Dinada, dinadatnan, iniiwanan, kasi one month, actually yung gwardya doon, kilala na ako eh. Pagpasok ko, galing kumain sa labas, hindi na ako sisitain. Hi ma'am, sabi na niya sa akin, pasok po kayo. <laughs> Bahay ko na kasi yung USD for one month and a half. So, um, so nandun ako for one month and a half, kapapanganak ko lang, pero never akong nagkasakit. Hindi ako na-stress. Okay? So, yan yung, ano, so I was na-stressed. Pero ano ba ang nararamdaman ko noon? <laughs> Lumampas, sandali lang. <laughs> Lumampas siya. Balik tayo. Uh, ah, okay. Tama pala. Hindi pala lumampas. Tama pala yun. Okay. So, yan. Finances. Gusta naman ang finances namin. During that time, I was out of work. Kasi I had to leave work. Officially. Wala akong trabaho. Para akong palaboy. Gangster na nga palaboy pa walang trabaho. Di ba? Wala akong trabaho. Pal ako noon. Magbantay lang sa hospital. And my husband was the only one working. Eh, hindi naman kasya yon. Paano ba ang aming finances? Yung sa akin na lang, umabot yun ng pahigit siguro 50,000. Okay? Kay Lord Will, yung PF ng doktor niya is 120,000. Yung sa doktor mismo, anesthesiologist, 60,000. Wala pa doon yung hospital bills. Kay Brian, si Brian ang pinaka-winner. Yung ano niya, yung hospital bills niya, 20 pages. 20 pages, umaabot yun ng 600,000 plus. Hospital bills lang yon, Kasi kami ang bumibili ng gamot. Ang gamot niya, yung isang gamot niya, 25,000 yung isa. 
Tapos yun isa nagulat ako, 12,000 para yung antibiotic niya. Kasi when we were about to leave, the doctor said, you settle your account. So nakita ko yung bill, 20 pages, around 600 plus. Sabi ko, ay nako. Tapos nakita ko sa baba, 13,000 lang babayaran namin. O, oh, ba 13,000 lang babayaran namin. Pero yung 13,000 na yun, sinagot din yun ng gamot. Kasi, sabi ng doktor, isauli mo yung isang gamot na yan. Tinamad ako magsauli nun. Gamot lang naman yan. Mga ilan lang. Nalaman ko nung dumating ako doon sa pharmacy, 12,000 pa lang worth noon. So, mga around 1,000 lang binayaran namin sa UST. Umuwi na kami. Okay. Lahat yan. Millions yan. Were we able? We were very much incapacitated. Wala kaming kakayang bayaran yung million na yon. Saan kami nakumuha? Si Lord ang nagpadala. Yes. He used people. Actually, one of the people he used is si Doc Ritos. Nagpaano yan siya? Nagpa-dinner for a cause. Yan. Na hindi ko rin natikman. Wala naman ako eh. <laughs> Ayan. So there were people, institutions, UB for example, Tokyo Baptist Church sent money for us. Hindi ko nga sila kilala. And then there were philanthropists na hanggang ngayon hindi ko pa rin siya kilala kung sino siya. Nagpadala siya ng pera sa UST. All of these ones, I never, uh, there were, the, these were not my problems. Hindi ko siya problema. Nakalabas kami ng hospital na wala kaming utang. May iniwanan kami doon na kasama ko. Hindi sila makalabas-labas sa hospital dahil hindi nila mabayaran yung utang nila. And I just praise God na He worked all of this. Sinubukan ko ding mag-DSWD pero hindi ko tinuloy. Yung kasama ko doon na nagbantay, pumunta siya pumila sa ABS-CBN para lang makakuha ng pera for gamot. Pinigid siya ng 2,000 for that gamot only. Pagdating niya ng hospital, yung gamot hindi na prescribed. So hindi rin niya nagamit yung 2,000. So never, I never did those ones, but God provided. Imagine ang laki nung bill namin, wala kaming pera. Was I afraid? Yes. That's what I felt. I was afraid. I never cried. I did not blame God. I did not question God. I was not stressed out, but I was afraid. And that made me kneel down and prayed unceasingly to God. Kasi sino hindi matatakot? Ang laki ng mga, mga hinaharap. Buti pa nga sila may hinaharap. Ako wala. Diba? Oh, laki yung hinaharap. Yan. So, yan. So I prayed unceasingly. Ang ginawa ko doon sa lounge, may Bible ako, nagbabasa ako ng Bible. Sumakanta so, minsan, minsan lang naman. Kasi para, baka naman umulan lagi. <laughs> Isa lang ako. Dahil doon lang talaga sa lounge, hindi ako makakalabas. Labas lang ako pagkakain. So yan. So I read the Bible. I prayed. Ang pray, actually, ngayon maalala ko pa ang pray ko, Lord, wag niyo, man, wag niyo naman kunin yung mga anak ko kasi marami ka ng angels dyan eh. Anin mo pa sila? Baka pwede mo silang pakinabangan dito sa mundo. Pero hindi ko alam, hanggang ngayon wala pa yata pakinabang ang Lord sa kanila. <laughs> Pinagdadasal ko pa hanggang ngayon. Pero yun yung prayer ko ng Lord. Bas, baka dito sa mundo mas mapakinabangan mo sila. Uh, hanggang ngayon, pinagdadasal ko pa, mapakinabangan sila ng Panginoon. Okay. Ayan. Okay, ito yun. So, scarred, but not defeated. Ito yun, si Brian, bago siya nagkasakit. Ganito yung itsura niya nung nasa UST siya. Intubated. So, nung after, meron pa siyang trach dyan. Tapos naka-NGT siya, inuwi na namin siya kung na nag-alaga. Okay. Ito naman si Lord Will nung before. Two weeks old siya. 
Two weeks old yan si Lord Will. Two months old siya nung nakranial surgery siya. Ito yung ano niya ngayon. Meron siyang horseshoe sa ulo. Pagkatingnan niyo yan ngayon, pag kinalbo siya, yun yung makikita. Buti na lang nauso yung mga mga style ng kalbo, ano may mga linya-linya, o ganyan. So, nung sa school, pumasok siya, kalbo siya ganyan, sabi nung teacher, wow, ang ganda ng design ng ano mo. Ninilalaw <laughs> yan, ano pala yan, scar yan. Wala akong picture dyan, kasi hindi man pwedeng picturean yung scar ko eh. Ano yun? Baka ma... <laughs> oh yan. Pero where's card? Okay? Ayan na lang yung sa akin. Okay. Ako ang nagwagi. Kasi, bakit ako nagwagi? Kasi I never let fear decide my future. Who did I... Who did I let decide my future? I let God decide my future. I was one of the frontline warriors. Kasi hindi naman lang ako mag-isa. May asawa naman ako, may mga kapatid. So I was one of the frontline warriors, but I did not fight the battle my way. We won not because we were strong. We won because we had God, the best strategist whose plan was way ahead of what was to come. So manalig tayo. May pinagdadaanan tayo? Yes, lahat tayo may pinagdadaanan. Kasalanan natin, bakit kasi tayo dumaan dyan eh? Di ba? Oh, yan. Pero in reality, yung pinagdadaanan natin, kasalanan talaga natin yan, it's a consequence of our actions. Okay? Pero yung mga, siguro yung mga sakit-sakit na yan, hindi yan consequence ng ating actions, pero it might be that from the generations before, ganun, pwede rin. So, ayan, so, Uh, for all of these ones, I say to God be all the glory. Thank you. Ay, hindi ko kayo pinaiyak, di ba? Pinatawa ko kayo eh. Wow, di ba? What a way to start August. Powerful testimony. Yung sabi niya, alala ko kanina while Ma'am uh, Sab was sharing Ano nga ba, di ba? To, uh, sa mga consequences, sa mga may, may, mayroon tayong mga choices and sometimes we get to reap the consequences. Yung maganda yung say, remember last week's or the other week's lesson nung tinanong ng mga disciples, uh, bakit siya bulag? Di ba? Siya ba nagkasala? O yung mga, yung parents niya nagkasala? I like the response of Jesus. So that God's glory may be shown in His life. And I believe in the life of uh, Mam Sab, her family. And we get to see Uh, God moving in their life, one of many defining moments that happens to her. Ganda, no? Miracles still happen. Amen? Amen. Yung hirap kasi gusto natin yung mga spectacular eh. We forget about the day-to-day things that happens Now we just call them ordinary. Amen? So, good morning. Yeah, so... We're in this series entitled Defining Moments. Diba? So for the whole month of August, we'll be looking at the life of Jabez, Paul, Abraham, and finally ending with the life of Joshua. So what is a defining moment? A defining moment is any time in your life in which a choice or a situation would alter or change you. Yun yung defining moment. It is something that from the moment on, pag naranasan mo, 
it defines some aspect of your life. I believe nung nangyari mga bagay-bagay niyo sa buhay ni, ni Ma'am Sab, she was never the same. Pag sinabi mong Lord is healer, sa'yo salita lang, sa kanya ibang-iba. When you say that the Lord is provider, it has a different meaning in their life. People today, yung mga katabi niyo, kahit tahimik lang sila, they too have defining moments. Moments that throughout their lifetime changed or altered their course. So today, what's your defining moment? Meron ba? If you think really hard, today, this morning, we get to see the life of Jabez, one of many characters in the Bible, tag ordinary. Ordinary siya. If you look at his story, you get to find something new. Although there is little written about the life of Jabez, as we look deeper into God's Word, hopefully you get to see yourself and find meaning in what God is doing in your life today. So today's message is entitled, Challenging the Ordinary. Sabi sa atin mo, Challenging the Ordinary. Life can be most of the time monotonous. Diba? Deep words, sabi. Lalim nun, no? Thank you, chat GPT. Diba? Kumbaga, we get stuck in those 8 to 5 routines. Diba? Na parang araw-araw pare-pareho na pagdating sa ng weekday, we get to work. Pagdating ng weekend, labaday, lalo na ngayon, di ba? Umaaraw, sayang. At nandito ako, di ba? Kasi recently, yung ulan dito, di ba? Yung ulan sa Baguio. Ngayon, bukas, magpakailanman. Di ba? Ganun yung ulan, eh. Pero, thank God today. Di ba? It seems to be shining. And sometimes, we get stuck in those moments, yung routine moments that we forget about those things that God does in our life. Yung mga defining moments, din na natin nakikita eh. Now, sometimes when you get to hear yung story ni Sister Sab, next week, you get to hear another story. Paano napapaisip ka, meron bang nangyayaring ganun sa buhay ko? Meron ba? Meron. Yun yung sagot doon. Hindi mo lang nakikita sa ngayon. Because we settle for the ordinary. Alam mo yung ordinary? Yung eating three times a day, minsan four, minsan five, di ba? Ordinary yun. We settle for your dream job. That's ordinary. We settle for looking for the love of your life. That's ordinary. Halos lahat, yun din naman meron eh. And when that happens, we lose motivation and we lose that sense of passion that God gives in our hearts. These are the times when it is most important to challenge the ordinary. And not only refocus, but better focus on Him. Focus on God. In Greek, ito very short, i-share ko. There are two terms pagdating sa time. Diba? Pagdating sa defining moments, we talk about time. And in Greek, there are two terms that defines time. Chronos and kairos. Diba? Two big words. Pagtingin mo, ano ba yung ibig sabihin na chronos at kairos? Chronos, usually when you have a watch, diba? yun yung sinasabi nila, chronological. It means there's a specific time and date. Ibig sabihin, yung regular time, yun yung chronos. But when you speak of kairos, it talks about a moment. It talks about a season. It talks about those God-appointed times in your life. Yun yung kairos. And when we look upon our life, parang lahat na lang siya chronos eh. Yung the cycle, there's nothing special. Pero hindi mo napapansin, what God intends for us is to have more kairos moments 
Yung moments that you experience Him na wow, when those moments when time stops, Elena, and you just get to focus on Him. Kairos moments are the moments in which God operates. Yun yung God's appointed time. It's a time zone that God and the saints and the angels live in. Kaya dapat yung motto natin ngayon, di ba? Uh, less chronos, more kairos. More life, less work. Yun ang dapat pinag-focus natin. Yung magbibigay buhay at meaning sa atin. Doon tayo nakatingin yung mga God-defining moments. Today's passage is taken from 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 to 10. So if you're ready, are you ready? We invite you all to open your Bibles to 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 to 11. And may invite all able to stand and read to please join me as we give honor to the reading of God's Word this lovely morning. So join me as we read. 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 to 10. Jabez was a more honorable man. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Join me as we pray. Father Almighty, truly, O oh Lord, we thank you for your word. So umaga nito, open our eyes so that we can see your truth. Open our ears so that we may hear your voice. Open our minds so we may understand your word. And Father, open our hearts that we may receive what you want us to receive. Truly, O Lord, thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Ah. The book of Chronicles, yung 1 and 2, uh, oftentimes, hindi binabasa yun eh. Diba? Sino sa inyo, nakabasa nyo na yung 1 Chronicles and yung 2 Chronicles. But very rare. Yung iba, gusto nilang basahin, Book of Psalms, John, Matthew, mga Gospels. Yun ang gusto nilang basahin. Pero when it comes to 1 and 2 Chronicles, bihira yung gustong magbasa nun. Ano mo bakit? It's a book of history. Diba? Eh, ako, ayoko ng history. Pag binabasa ko, hindi ko forte. Ayoko, ayoko yung mga tao. Ayoko, ayoko malaman ko anong ginawa nila noon. Mas importante sa akin yung ngayon tsaka yung mangyayari in the future. But it's important for us to look at this account. The book of Chronicles was written by somebody called the Chronicler. Na yung iba, sabi nila si Ezra yung nagsulat. Well, it's not, hindi naman siya sure, pero yun lang naman sinasabi nila. It's a book of genealogies. Diba? Nakakita na ba kayo ng family tree? Yung ititrace nyo, yung angkan ninyo? Yun yung book of Chronicles. Diba? Gusto nyo ba ganun magbasa ng mga ganong bagay? Yung angkan ni ganyan, father ni ganyan, anak niya si ganyan. Diba? Parang boring. But the central theme of the book of Chronicles is God's covenant. God's covenant with David. Na pag nakita mo, o nga no, yung promise ni Lord kay David, makikita mo sa lineage na hindi siya nabigo. Until you get to trace it na yes. And that was the source of hope and the source of life of the Israels ng, ng, ng time na yon. Habang nakikita nila yung Chronicles, they can picture that God is truly faithful. And today since we would be looking into this account, diba? looking into 
family history, most specifically of the tribe of Judah. Nagsimula yan, chapter 2 hanggang sa chapter 4 where we're reading all about the tribe of Judah. Gusto mong basahin natin? Yung mga sample. Sample ng mga, ng mga sinabi nila na mga lineage na ikangan na nila. So, sabi, the descendants of Judah. So, I'll be reading uh, yung start ng chapter 4. The descendants of Judah, Perez, Hezron, Carmi, Her, and Shobal. So, mga ganun, hanggang-hanggang. Di ba, ang dahil matututunan, Pastor, gabi, mga pangalan, hinihintay ko nga pangalan ko, hindi lumabas eh. But today, as we dig deeper into God's Word, may you find your God-defining moment. May you be in the shoes of Jabez, na although people looked as ordinary, became extraordinary in the sight of God. So very quickly, looking at this passage of Scripture, what can we learn? Kaagad-agad, di ba? Para makauwi na kayo. Alam ko, yung sa testimony pa lang ni Sister Sab, busog na busog na kayo. Tapos nabasa ni Salta ng Diyos, uwi na, Pastor. Desert na lang yan. Yeah? What can we learn about challenging the ordinary? First and foremost, challenging the ordinary means being that uncommon person. Diba? Ah, si Caleb sana yun, kaso hindi ko mahap yung picture niya. Diba? So being that uncommon person, you have to be willing to stand out. How did you get it? You have to be willing to stand out. You want to challenge the ordinary. You want to find those defining moments in your life. Then you have to be willing to stand out. Yung sabi ko, dapat hindi routinary. Pag routinary, hindi mo talaga makikita. But when you become that uncommon person in this world, whenever day you wake up and you say, I want to be different. Lahat gusto maging normal. Ako iba eh. Gusto ko maging abnormal in a good sense. I want to be what God defined me to be, to become the salt and light of the world. Alam mo yung gamit ng asin? You ever eat something na walang salt? Di ba pampalasa? Gusto nga, hindi dapat asin, di ba? Ako yung betsin. Oo ha? Baka talagang hindi na nagpapalasa, nagbibigay tama pa sa mundo. Yo, salt gives taste. Na pag ginagamit mo, pag kumain ka ng putahe, tapos wala asin, parang may kulang. It doesn't only give taste, it preserves. You know, one of many uses ng salt. And today, pang tinanong mo, di ba, are you constantly being the salt and light of the world? Or do you want to become common? Gusto mo, katulad lang ng katabi mo. Every Sunday, nagsisimba. It's common. You want to be the uncommon? Serve. Yun yung uncommon. You see the difference? Nakala mo, pag nagsimba ka, yun na yung uncommon. Eh. Hindi yun yung uncommon, yun yung common. Yun yung ginagawa ng kamihan. But why don't you sprinkle a little salt in your life and decide to serve? Yung everyday sinasabi, love mo si Lord, pero ayaw mo naman magpaabala. You get it? Tapos sinasabi mo, everyday, oh, pastor, love ko si Lord. Grabe, super in love ko. 1 to 10, 11 na nga eh. Pero pag may pinagawa sa'yo si Lord, ayaw mo eh. I am to step outside of your comfort zone. Those, who, those people who stay within their comfort zones are the common. Those people who step outside of their comfort zone, meron silang 8 to 5 job, meron silang trabaho, but they still, they still deserve, they still, they still decide to serve. They are the uncommon. Hindi mo makinig sa kanila na busy ako sa work, Pastor eh. Busy ako sa family, pastor. But they decide to live their lives for God because they are uncommon. 
they look at life and decide, I want to make a difference. Gusto ko pag nasa world ako eh, halatang andun ako. I don't just go around and become one of those many people, but I want to become uncommon. Job is in our passage of scripture, kanina pag binasa nyo in verse 9, hindi lang sinabi doon na Jabez was an honorable man or Jabez was honorable, but it said Jabez, Kevin, was more honorable. Okay na kayong honorable, uncommon ka na eh. Pag honorable, but but it said more and more honorable, ibig sabihin, hindi to na yung common, dito pa iba, gusto mo. More. You want it to be noticed by God. I was talking a while ago, yung book of Chronicles was a book about lineage, about genealogy, about people's names. If you come to read kanina yung sample lang na binasa ko, Hezron, Carmi, mga weird names, hanggang verse 7, lahat names yun eh. Then all of a sudden, the chronicle, the chronicler, the writer decided to place the name of Jabez. Pwede naman yung sinabi, Jabez, son of blank. Tapos tinuloy niya, who had a son name of blank. Pero nung pagdating kay Jabez, hindi lang sinabi niya yun eh. Sinabi niya bigla, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. He was uncommon. That's what we have to strive to be. Hindi yung blank, 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 anong ginawa mo, tatay ni blank, anak niya si blank. Ako, I'd like to be this uncommon person na pag narinig yung pangalan ko, meron silang maaalala. At yung maaalala na something good, something honorable. The author wanted to highlight this man. Sabi, hindi basta-basta yung ginawa niya. Kasi pwede naman pag ordinary, you think all those names from the tribe of Judah weren't honorable? I believe they were. Pero pagdating kay Jabez, very little was written throughout the whole Bible. I think two, itong verses, another verse was only written about this name by this person by the name of Jabez. Pero nang sinulat yung pangalan niya eh, yun yung tatatak sa inyo. Yun yung maganda eh. That when people think about you, anong maalala nila? Jof, ah, pang ko lang ah. Pero pag naalala nila, wow, yung tao na yan, baba, baba, ba. Bababa. Ang dami nilang masasabi tungkol sa'yo because you are an uncommon person worthy to be emulated. How would you like to be remembered when you're gone? Pag nakita yung lapid mo, petsa lang ba titignan? Yun yung chronos. Petsa lang siya eh. But we want those kairos moment that when they read your, your, abang English na, wala tuloy, English ng lapid da eh. Yun, basta yan. Hirap na may pronounce yun. <laughs> when they get to see it, they get to read a loving father, a faithful servant. Yun yung mga kairos moments, yun yung mga defining moments that when people hear it, that's right. Hindi pag namatay ka, born, died. Wala, walang defining moment. How would you like to be remembered? A person who earned fifty to 100,000 a month? person who bought the latest car, who had the biggest house, who had a nice business, or would you like to be remembered as that uncommon person? Uncommon person who led somebody to Christ. 
An uncommon person who served God. An uncommon person who was selfless and selfish. Would they be that uncommon person? A quote by A.B. Simpson read, God is not looking for extraordinary characters as his instruments, but he's looking for humble instruments through whom he can be honored through the ages. You know what will make a person extraordinary? You ever wonder? The things that makes a person extraordinary are the things that he does for God. Pag-isip mo, ah, wala naman ordinary, wala naman ginagawa para kay Lord. Eh. What's in your hand today? Amo si Moses, an ordinary stick in the eyes of many, but when placed in the hands of God, became an avenue for miracles, an avenue for deliverance. Ordinary pagtingin nyo, pero pag nilagay nyo sa kamay ng Panginoon, it becomes extraordinary. What's in your hand? Imposibling wala eh. God has gifted you something that when you look at it and place it in the hands of God, you would say, wow, this is a powerful tool that would make my life extraordinary. Today, defining moments, challenging the ordinary, is first and foremost about making choices. Yun kanina sinabi ni Ma'am Sab. It's about making choices in your life. Graduating is a defining moment. Amen? But staying in school is a choice. Hindi ka abot ng graduation kung una-una hindi ka nag-decide. Getting married, Elena and Eric, is a defining moment. But to whom you're gonna get married to is your choice. Retiring, Ate Lisa. Saan si Ate Lisa? Di ba yung dream ni Ate Lisa? Di ba? Retiring, yan. Is a defining moment. How I wish I would wait for that day na mag-retire si Ate Lisa. But deciding what to do after your retirement is your choice. You want a defining moment in your life? It starts with the choices that you make. Doon siya nagsistart eh. Deciding to go on. In the case of Sister Sab, despite the things that are happening, deciding not to question God. Those are choices that we make. You want to challenge the ordinary, then it starts with the choices that you make today. Decide today to be that uncommon person. Will you be like Jabez today? An honorable man, registered as one of God's honorables because his heart was towards God. Because he knew God. Because he decided to serve God. Pangalawa, challenging the ordinary means being in a unique position. People oftentimes uh, settle for what other people tell about them. We are limited by the definitions of others. Pag sinabing guapo, that's good. Magandain. Pero pag sinabing pangit ka, Especially if the people who to- tell you those words are people in authority or you consider important. A parent tells na wala kang kwenta, most likely hanggang paglaki mo. Oftentimes, we, we, like, we like to be defined by how the world tells us. 
Kaya ang gandang reminder, no? If you're a teacher today, if you're a parent, if you're a boss, if you're even an older sister, an older kuya, a legal guardian, even a pastor or a minister, we ought to be careful on how we how we address people. Kasi pwede, yun yung daladala nila, hindi mo nahalata, pero daladala nila yung, yung sinabi mo, yung how you describe them. These words can either make or break a human being. There was this painter by the name of Benjamin West. Now, while he was a young boy, he decided, nag-decide siya na i-paint yung kanyang older sister. Yung pagka-paint niya ng older sister, syempre, bata pa siya, yung older sister, pinakita niya sa mama niya, Mama, ganda ba yung painting ko? Ano sabi ng nanay niya? What a beautiful picture. Kahit hindi naman ganun kaganda. Sabi niya, what a beautiful picture. And he kissed him. Later in life, he said, those words and that kiss made me a painter. Ako pag research niyo kung sino si Benjamin West, one of the most famous painters. But what decided, what made him a painter was because of the words nung sinabi ng kanyang parent and the affirmation that she gave. In our passage of scripture, Jabez found himself in a, in a particular situation. If you read in our passage of scripture, sabi doon, his mother had named him Jabez. Alam mo bakit? Bakit pangalan niya Jabez? Because I gave birth to him in pain. Yun yung ibig sabihin ng pangalang Jabez, Dan. Pinanganak ka at nagbigay ka sa kanya ng pain. Gusto niyo ba yung ganun pangalan? Pag nakita mo, grabe. Lahat na lang sakit. Pangalan mo palang sakit. Kaya alam mo ginawa ni Jabez, hindi siya pumayag eh. Hindi siya pumayag na ito yung pangalan ko, tapos ganyan yung buhay ko. Hindi ko tatanggapin yan. But you know what he did? He didn't ask other people, uy, palitan niya naman yung pangalan ko. He didn't work hard to say na, ah, ganito, para hindi ganon yung trato nila. The first thing that he did, he went to God. If there's somebody who can change your destiny today, it's God. Ano, bakit? Siya yung gumawa eh. Siya yung creator, tapos hindi niya kayang baguhin. Yudang tao, hindi nila kayang baguhin yan. Pero si Lord, kaya niyang baguhin yung nangyayari sa buhay niya. Jabez did not say na parang, ah, tanggapin ko na lang yung pangalan ko, Jabez, okay na eh, ganun naman talaga eh. You know, there's a saying that says, ah, uh, ah, uh, kesera-sera. Ano yun? Whatever will be, will be. Ibig tatanggapin ko na pag sinabi mong hirap, yun na, okay na yan. Mahirap ka, okay na yan. Pag sinabi mong pangat, okay na yan. Pag sinabi kay Jabez, eh, your name, every time they say it, would mean pain, okay na yan. Pero si Jabez, hindi niya matanggap eh. He went to the God of Abraham. He went to the God of Isaac. He went to the God of Israel and cried out. Doon niya binuhos eh. Lord, bakit? Lord, change my name. Because only God can make you who He wants you to be. Today, we get to learn from Jabez that first and foremost, cry out to God. Yun yung unique position niya. Hindi niya tinanggap, pero pumunta siya kay Lord. And today, regardless of what you're experiencing today, you might have the... Uh, the time of your life, na habang kunikwento siguro ni si Sab yung kanyang kwento eh, from 1 to 10, kung yung, kung yung kay Sister Sab, 99 na, 
pastor, sabi niyo sa akin, isang daan eh. But it doesn't matter if what you're going through is 79, 69, 99, cry it out to God. Dahil para sa kanya, wala namang pagkakaiba eh. Sandy Smith said, we never cry out to God and receive a return check stamped insufficient grace. I worked in the bank. Diba yung sabi ng insufficient grace? Sabi walang pondo. Diba? May binigay sa'yo yung cheque, tumalbog yung cheque. Diba? Sakit naman nun. Diba? Nanalain ka ka, Lord. Pero, ay, sorry anak, hindi pwede sa'yo. O kaya walang pondo, sorry. So when we get to cry out to God, lagi dun eh. It might not be on how we expect it to be, yung prayer, but it would always be given to us. But it starts with this. It starts with embracing the fact that we are limited. Ang hirap kasi pagka, pag sa tingin mo sa buhay, kayang-kaya mo eh. Pagdating sa mga kwento niyo, you would work harder. Ah, kaya kong baguhin yan, kaya kong pagtabuhin yan, kaya, may kaya kong gawin. But the moment you accept that you are limited, yun yung time din for you to accept that you need Jesus. May mga bagay, believe me or not, you don't have the answer for everything. But when you acknowledge that you're limited and ask God for that feeling to complete you, the more we get to seek God, then He will turn your weaknesses into your greatest strengths. Amo nung time na yon. siguro yung sabi ni Ma'am Sab, she was afraid. There's one word I picked up and she was afraid. And most of you today are afraid. Kasi hindi nyo alam eh. Hindi ko alam kung anong mangyayari bukas. But to akin, it's enough that I know that God holds my future. That happened 2010. You know, tanong, 2023, 13 years after, standing strong. Hindi nyo nga kalain eh. Pag nakita yung mga anak niya, hindi nyo nga kalain eh. Who would have thought? I know all of you have stories here Now, when you look back, wow, grabe. He was there. He was present. And most of you, it's it started with the cry to God. No, di ko na kaya eh. Gagawin ko bukas, di ko alam eh. But it's enough that I lay it all down to you. It's about this position, yung kanina yung unique position, unique posture that we have with God. It's not about the wealth of people, it's not about the achievements that you have, but it's more about your unique position towards God. Your heart towards God. The abundant life that God promised in John 10.10, 10, the abundant life that God promised in the Bible is only available to those who acknowledge that they need Him. Ibibigay niya kung kailangan mo siya. Yun ibig sabihin. You know the thief in the cross? You know, one of the beautiful examples. Yung thief in the cross, he had nothing. But once he acknowledged that he was a sinner, and he needed Jesus. He received everything. He received eternal life. Compared to the pious high priests who were prideful, who had everything, who fought to crucify Jesus, they ended up with nothing. Today, will you position your heart uniquely towards God? Will you cry out to God and challenge the ordinary? Lord, hindi ako papahayag na ganito lang yung buhay ko. Send me those Kairos moments, those God-defining moments to happen in my life. Lord, sawa na ako sa 8 to 5 eh. 
Gusto ko everyday in that 8 to 5, I can find you there. Na kahit Kronos, Lord, may Kairos pa na nangyayari sa buhay ko everyday. Na I know that you're there. Now those are the moments that would change my life. So aside from the choices we make, challenging the ordinary, those defining moral moments brings about change in our life. Choices, then it should be about change. Hindi siya defining kung wala naman nagbago sa buhay mo. Oh, may nangyari, pero ikaw pa rin yan. Hindi yung defining moment eh. Defining moment will alter the way you think, the way you act in some aspect in your life. You may be going through a life-threatening sickness today. So you decided, ah, ito yung gagawin ko. Mag, I will go undergo certain therapies. I will go to the doctor. But there should be a change that happens in your life. Sometimes the change that happens in your life, you get to value life. You get to value your health. You get to see life in a different perspective, which alters your choice. You begin to eat healthier. You begin to live wiser. Just like Jabez, when he cried out to God, he had a different purpose in life. You pumayag siya, honorable, decide to be this uncommon person. Pero ganun pa rin. Normal pa rin yung buhay mo. Pero sa kanya, sabi niya, hindi ko papayag. Kaya ngayon, when he cried out to God, sabi niya, give me a new purpose in my life. Yun yung change na hiningi niya. Natawag nila sa akin, eh, pain, I want a different purpose in my life. Today, you may be in a similar situation, plagued with different challenges, and you can seem to get things working for you. Paikot-ikot na lang. Lord, paano? Maybe it's time for you to do, to do what Jabez did. Be in that unique position. Be in that unique position to cry out to God and ask Him to change your situation. Yung muna pulot mo kanina sa testimony ni Sister Sab. When she was afraid, you know what she did? She kneeled. Kagabi, kaninong maga, I got to message yung mga prayer warriors, prayer warriors natin, those people who get to pray for Saturday and Sunday in preparation to what we are about to do. Sabi behind every great move of God, you would always find a kneeling figure. A figure that you can attribute towards God. So proud to think that dito sa OPCM, a lot of you are kneeling figures here. Praying, preparing for this service. Ay, maramdam na ramdam ko yung panalangin nyo. Kahit tulog kayo. Hindi ko alam kung paano kayo nanalangin ng tulog. But today, decide to cry out to God. Lord, hindi ako papayag. Hindi ako papayag na kami-kami na lang dito sa one bit. Hindi ako papayag na yung kwento ni si Sab siya lang. Dapat may ganun din ako kwento na masishare ko. Next year, pastor, ako naman yung tatayo dyan. Ako naman magsishare ng sakit ng pangmayaman. At paano gumalaw yung Panginoon natin at paano ko sinasabing buhay yung ating Diyos. Yun ang magandang mga kwento. Gusto nyo bang ganun? Huwag naman Lord, huwag nyo naman pagdaanin ng sakit para lang sabihin. But today pa lang, yung kahit wala, yung ordinary things, you can see God. Yung mga moments na ganun. So lastly, challenging the ordinary means saying that unusual prayer. William Barclay said, when we pray, remember these three things. The love of God that wants the best for you, 
the wisdom of God that knows what is best for you and the power of God that can accomplish it. Bago kayo manalangin, tandaan niyo yung tatlong bagay na yun. God loves you. Dahil mahal niya kayo, dahil anak kayo ng Panginoon, He wants what's best for you. Bago kayo manalangin, think about the wisdom of God. And although you have your life planned out to the dot, He still knows what's best for you. Nabagamat may mga bagay na hindi kayo maintindihan, bakit may mga loops and turns sa buhay nyo, you can rest assured that He knows what's best for you. And lastly, Remind yourself of the power of God. That no matter how impossible your situation is, He can turn it into something possible. Amen? I'm going to look at the prayer of Jabez, yung kanyang panalangin. Yung sabi niya doon, Oh, that you may bless my territory. You bless me rather and enlarge my territory. Let me hand, let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from there was a pastor who said, if you look at the prayer of Jabez, may five peace kamay kita doon. You see God's presence. You, God, you get to see God's provision. You get to see God's power. You see God's protection. And last, you get to see God's peace. Five peace na pag mo, oh, that's what I need today, Lord. But kung yun yung kailangan mo, tanong mo yung sagil mo, when was the last time you also made that unusual prayer? Hindi yung prayer mo na pengi. Pero yung prayer na kakaiba. Lord, that you may bless me and enlarge my territory. Lord, let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. This is a prayer. A prayer that would change everything. A.W. Tozer said, It requires a serious mind and a determined heart to pray past the ordinary into the unusual. Did you ever watch a tennis match? Habang lumalaki ako, we love to watch tennis. Yung mga panahon ni Pete Sampras, ni Carlos Agassi, ako din yung mga yun. Pero, nung times namin, gustong-gusto namin, ay Carlos, oh tama, hindi yung rapper ah. Ayan. During those times, we love to watch tennis. E pag pinanood mo yung tennis noon, bawat palo, di ba tahimik yung crowd eh. Marinig mo lang, oh, oh, Yung gano'ng kalakas nilang pumalo, yun lang yung mo na pagtiyan mo, OA naman yan eh. But if you, if you actually played tennis, pag hindi buong puso yung binigay mo sa pag-return ng isang service o pag-return ng isang gano'n, hanggang net lang. Yung kala nyo, dali-dali naman yung ginagawa niya, try it, sabi ko nga eh. Once in my life na, I was able to play. Na pag gano'ng kala ko, gano'ng kadali lang, natatalbog yan, bakit gano'n hanggang dun lang? Sabi, paano pa nila na ilalagay yung return service nila hanggang sa dulo? Because they give it everything that they have. Full strength. In each stroke, yun yung binibigay nila. And the same rules apply in prayer. Half-hearted prayers. Sinasaya yung nagkaroon ng half-hearted prayers. Don't get results. Your prayers for the sake of praying, Lord, today we thank you. Mas na ba? Oh, Lord, tama. Saan ako? Oh, Lord, tama. Half-hearted prayers don't get results. There should be full commitment. Kung gusto mo na resulta, there should be full commitment through the start until the end. If you sit today, if you sit later and decide to read your Bible, 
from cover to cover through the next year. Yan, di ba? Yung lukewarm na desire to finish the book won't get you to finish the book. Pag lukewarm yung pagbasa niyo ng Bible, may nakinig ka lang na distraction. Ah, maganda yata maglako ngayon ah. Nakinig, nakita mo yung cellphone mo, tumunog. Ah, sino na yung nagchat sa akin? Then you end up not finishing your Bible. You end up to think about, there's a lot of excuses. Ah, bukas na lang. Bukas na lang magbabasa ng Bible. That's the same thing with prayer. It has to be in the top of our priorities. When we cry out to God, when we pray to God, it, it, it must be as though wala na eh, wala nang ibang araw eh. Ito na yung last day that I have to pray to God. There's that sense of desperation. They seek the truth with all their heart. Put your whole mental mind might effort and strength into reali- realizing that the truth is what you need today. Is that prayer brings about that truth. So lastly, challenging the ordinary in, defi- in finding our defining moments, it involves a lot of centering. Everyone has a center diba? in life. Pwede work mo, pwede family mo, pwede career mo, pwede money I don't know what, what can be your center in life. But people who experience God-defining moments has God in their center. Yun yung center nila. It will always go back to God. Yun yung kaya nagiging defining moments because it goes back to God. And in your defining moments today, alam mo, madami kayong defining moments eh. Pero mas maganda, when you go back to God, when it centers again in what God is doing in your life today. There's very much written about Jabez. Pagtingin mo, ang konti naman eh. Wala kang, wala kang matututunan masyado pagdating sa buhay mo. But if there's one thing that you learn from him, that his life was centered on God. Yung prayer niya, pag binasa mo, wow, although it talks about enlarging your territory, although it talks about blessing him, it goes back to God. Hindi niya hiningi kahit kanino. Pero hiningi niya kay Lord eh. At the times that you are challenged, sabi nga, pag malalim yung sakit, mas lalo kang kumapit. Kumbaga, at times when you're challenged, at times when you experience pain in your life, those are the times that mas lalo kang, Lord, di ako bibitaw. Kasi alam ko, pag bumitaw, wala na eh. When you know that God is the center of your life, and when that center is gone, you lose meaning. And most of the time in our life, what if God doesn't grant you? Paano pag hindi gumaling? Paano pag hindi, and, the, and we live happily ever after yung kwento mo? Paano pag hindi centered on God, then you would lose hope. But when you're centered in God, whether it's an answered prayer or not, you go back to what Paul said. Your grace is sufficient. Lord, your grace is sufficient. If you heal me or not, ikaw pa rin ang Lord. If you provide or not, ikaw pa rin ang Lord. Our reward, sabi ko nga, our reward are not the riches that you have. It's not the money in your pockets. Our reward is Jesus Himself. When you know the peace that comes from Him, ito bagyo lang eh. Pero pag si Lord nasa puso mo, you can say, it is well. Tomorrow's gonna be okay. Paano pag umulan pa rin bukas? then tomorrow is gonna become a better day. Ano pag ganun pa rin the following day? You know, peace in your heart? Na kung ito man eh, Lord, alam ko, pag yung ending kaharap kita, yun yung happy ending. 
And I believe today your breakthrough from God is in your hands. Amen? Hawak yun eh. Literally in your hand. The turnaround that you're seeking from God is in your hand. Whether it be in your finances, in your marriage, in your job, in your health, in your children. But you know where the key is? The key is centering your life on Him. When you center your life in your family and it doesn't go according to plan, you lose your focus. But when you center your life on Him, regardless of what the things are happening around you, it is well. Today, will you center your life on Him? Dito kung susuko ka, huwag kang sumuko sa buhay. Sumuko ka kay Lord. At hindi ka lang susuko, pero sesentro ka pa sa Kanya. Center your life in God and you would find a new meaning. To end, Jimmy Johnson said, the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is that little extra. Mind-blowing. Pero o nga, no? Pagtingin mo, yung difference, lovely, ordinary na word from extraordinary. Dinagdag lang naman yung word na extra. Extra. If you, if you have been listening to the message, alam mo yung extra doon? You notice it? Alam mo yung extra? Pangit man yung term, pero yung extra doon, if you look at it, di ba? Uncommon person. Unique position. Unusual prayer. The one that brings extra meaning in your life is the one that's up. That when you acknowledge God in your life, yun yung magiging extraordinary yung buhay mo eh. Is the con- is your constant connection to the man up there? The more you connect to him, the more you'll say that my life is not ordinary but extraordinary. Hopefully, when you look up, you get to remember, I want to be that uncommon person. You be up. I want to be that. I want to be in that unique position, do that position that cries out to God. You be up. I want to be that person who takes that unusual prayer. You be. So that I can connect to the man up there. You want to challenge the ordinary? Look up. Look up to God. I'll end with this. Second Chronicles 16.19 says, The eyes of the Lord, the eyes of the Lord moves to and fro throughout the earth that He may strongly support those whose heart is completely His. Pagtingin ni Lord dito, kanino kaya ako gagalaw ngayon? I'm excited. Pero tanong ni Lord eh, are you fully committed to Him? Because if you're fully committed to Him, Actually, sabi mo, ang ganda nun, diba? Although there are Kairos moments, mas nakikita, I mean, there are Kronos moments, mas nakikita mo na yung mga Kairos. You get to live well rather than work well. You get to see those God moments happening every day in your life. Hindi excited ako sa gagawin ni Lord sa buhay. As we journey towards this whole month and talk about defining moments. May God be present in your everyday. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We honor you truly, O Lord, 
You are good and you're faithful. How is to see you more? How is to listen to your word? And how is to hear your voice? And how is to look past all the distractions in life? How to define our lives? As we wake up, we pray for a moment with you. We pray for moments that would alter our life. That would make us look at life in a different perspective. We pray for more of you and less of us. Although walang makapagpigil sa oras na patuloy itong tatakbo. Lord, we know that you are God. May time stop during our God-defined moments. And may we see you face to face. Lord, in the pains of our life, we surrender them to you. Challenges. Because we know that you can turn our tests into your testimony. We know in these moments of hardship, moments of testings, we would come out stronger. knowing that we battle these things not alone. Truly the battle is the Lord. Father, I pray for each one that is seated here today, even those watching at home. May today be far from ordinary. Hindi kami papayag na matatapos itong araw na ito, O Lord Father. Without you defining certain moments that happen. Even as we walk later going home, as we meet new people, as we eat, you speak to us, you be seen. Just like Jabez, O Lord, change us into the person you want us to be. Father, all honor, truly, we deserve all praise. We love you, Father. We honor you. Today, allow us to cry out to you. Oh, that you would bless us and enlarge our territory. Father, let your hand be upon us and keep us from harm so that we may be free from pain. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen and amen. Let's give the Lord the loudest clap offering that you can give Him. Today, in response to God's word, we will be breaking bread as a family. Allow me to read to you 1 Corinthians chapter 11. It says, For I received from the Lord what I also pass unto you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Today as we partake of communion, we celebrate in a sacrament that Jesus instituted 2,000 years ago. As you partake of these communion elements, it won't save you. It has not the power to bring about salvation. But rather, we do this as an act of worship, and as an act of remembrance. But before we partake of the said communion elements, let's pause for a while. Allow the Lord to search and seek us. That if there's anything unpleasing before Him, Father, today, we ask for forgiveness. Father, we thank You for Your body that was broken up for us. We thank you for your blood that was poured out in our lives. Today as we partake of these communion elements, we ask for forgiveness for our sins, acknowledging that you are a forgiver, you are a savior. Kasama ng mga kasalanan namin are the baggages that we carry our worries, our fears, our struggles, our pains, our difficulties. We let it go to our God who not only can carry it, but turn it into something beautiful. Fathers, we break bread together. Be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. If you wish to partake of the said communion elements, May we request you to form a single line in the middle and the ushers of the church would gladly serve you in front.
Good morning, everyone! Ayan. Grabe, parang ano ah, lamig na lamig tayo. <laughs> Gusto nyo <niyo> mag-exercise? <laughs> hindi, hindi ako si Kuya Hubs. Wala akong na-prepare na exercise for everyone for today. Um, it's the time of the service for us to give. I think that with the testimony of Ma'am Saab and the message that we've received, we're very much ready to give. But let me just share um, my reflections um, since yesterday. Uh, I'm part of the worship team, as you all know. And whenever that the song that we have to sing on Sundays are being given, we make it a point. I make it a point to meditate on those songs. Paulit-ulit kong pakikinggan, ganyan. And we'll make sure that I really worship God with those songs so that when we lead you uh, today, like uh, on Sundays, we are sure that we have already worshipped God with those songs. And during the time that I was singing yung I Just Want You, Jesus, yung kinanta natin kanina, um, it says in the, in the on, sa, sa, sa verse ng song that I just want you, Jesus. I just want you, my Lord. When I was singing the song, um, there's a question that was posted and it says that, Do you truly want Jesus more than anything else? More than your dreams and aspirations. More than what you have right now. Sabi ko, ano bang meron ako ngayon? Wala naman. So, okay lang. <laughs> Pero, more than your possessions, more than your relationship, more than your desire to be healed, more than anything that you have. Tapos, syempre, syempre, hindi ako nakasagot. <laughs> hindi ako nakasagot agad. I, I, I started to think of everything that I have, of the possessions that I have, of the dreams and aspirations that I have. And, it says there, there's another follow-up question. Sabi ko, grabe ka naman, Lord, maka-question. Di pa nga ako sumasagot. May follow-up question sa God. And it says that, what if He doesn't give you the answer you want to your prayers? What if He asks you to dream of something else than the dream that you have right now? What if He asks you to give up your possessions? What if you don't like His plans and what He wants for you? Do you still want Him? Kasi yung needing Jesus is definitely, we all agree, right? We need Jesus. We need our Savior, Jesus Christ. But wanting Him is an entirely different one. It says here, do you still want Him if that will be the case? Will you still surrender? Will you still give to Him? Um, let me quote the song that we sang as well earlier. Sabi niya doon, there is no one else for me, none but Jesus. This morning, it's not because we, we are gonna give. It's not because we want to manipulate the hand of God to give, right? Kasi may iniisip tayong gusto natin, ibigay niya kaagad. So pag nagbigay ako, baka mas ma-approve <laughs> sa heaven. Baka maibigay niya kaagad. If that is the reason why we are gonna give this morning, then it's okay. You just, maybe you just keep it muna and then think about it. But this morning, we are gonna make a decision to give 
Because our giving is not dependent on our situation. Amen? Our giving is dependent on the love that we have for the one who has loved us even before we were born, when we were still sinners. Amen. We will give this morning because we desire to please Him alone and we want to give our all to the one who gave His all and who gave so much more. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you for this morning. Maginaw, pero yung pagmamahal mo, Panginoon, nag-uumapaw. Salamat, Panginoon, sa umagang ito that we are safe, Lord God, and sound, that we're able to come here. And Lord God, with the testimony that we have heard from Ma'am Sab, Lord, with the message, Lord God, that we have heard from Pastor Mike, Lord, we will give our all. We will give our all, Lord God, because we love you, because you first loved us. Maraming salamat, Panginoon, Lord God. This is not so much, maybe just a little, but Lord God, you will multiply it, Panginoon. We put it in your hands, O oh God. This something that we will give, Lord God. Ibibigay po namin sa inyo ng buong puso, Panginoon. We have made up my, our minds, Lord God. We will give it to you. We thank you, Lord. May this giving, Lord God, be glorifying to your name, be pleasing to your eyes. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let us all excitedly give for the Lord. So, good morning sa ating lahat. Ayan. Here's our uh, some announcement for our activities for this church. First, yung sumbahay po every Saturday. Venue to be announced. And wait for the further announcements. And if you are willing to join them, please uh, approach or contact Tita Lisa and Tita Aizel. And Youth Jam. Uh, continue yung Pinoy Olympics nila every Saturday. And wait for uh, further announcement. And please approach or contact Kuya Jasper and Ate Cariza. And basketball. Ayan, sa mga basketball enthusiasts, to be announced yung place. And uh, wait for the further announcements also. And uh, if you are willing to uh, play with us, please approach or contact uh, Kuya Jeremiah. And last, ano to? Ecle- uh, ec- Ecclesia Basketball. <laughs> Every Saturday, August uh, 12, uh, wait for the further announcement on the page or message Kuya Kevin or Dunya for uh, further uh, information. And another announcement is the Kofi, uh, young, young professional. Uh, if you are willing to join, uh, please uh, contact us. Uh, schedule natin every, prater- uh, every Friday. Contact uh, Ate Lovely, me or Kuya Vil and Ate Anjali. And prayer chain form for those who, will, uh, who wants to join us in our prayer. Um, approach someone at the reception and fill up a form. 
And another is place. Please join us uh, to pray for the place. Sana bigyan tayo ni Lord ng mas malaki pa na place. And at the table, uh, if you are willing to uh, to be the part of at, at the table, please message nyo daw po si Tito Mike, Pastor Mike. <laughs> or uh, one of our church leader or the ministers uh, para matitable kayo and share your stories as we share the table in one another. And lastly po, yung Bible reading natin sa uh, Facebook ma- uh, Messenger. Uh, every Continuous pa rin po yun every uh, 7.30 in the evening. And I think wala na pong announcement. Thank you, thank you po. Ayun, ako pahabol lang, pahabol. As part yung sa fundraising nung Ecclesia, ayun, shirts are available for sale. Ayan, so there are two designs. Uh, I one design kami in two colors, yung white and black. So if you want to avail and support yung ministry, basketball ministry, and look for Kevin. Ayan, and later on, we'll be posting yung design sa ating chat group, okay? Alright? So excited ba kayo next Sunday? Ayan, diba? Getting to hear somebody uh, share about God's goodness and their defining moment. This week, uh, yung isang defining moment sa akin this week was a song, a secular song uh, entitled, Uhaw. Hindi ko alam kung narinig nyo, pero it was a God-defining moment para sa akin. And today, I just want to share to you a couple of lines from the song. I'm not a singer, kaya, ha, ayun. Towards the end, sabi lang dun, Bakit uhaw sa inyong, sa iyong sayaw? I was picturing the Lord doon. Bakit ikaw, didibitaw sa iyong sayo, laging ikaw, ako'y giniginaw, halika rito, dito ka lang sa tabi ko, mananatiling uhaw, uhaw, uhaw. May this week be a week thirsty for those God moments happening in our life. May we continuously thirst for God during the whole week. Let's all stand up as we end in a word of prayer. Father, today we thank you. We honor you. We give you thanks. We praise you for who you are and what you're about to do in our lives. Lord, today, hindi kami papayag that we would just live life ordinarily. But today, as we challenge the ordinary, may we constantly look up to you and look for those defining moments. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son, Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And all of God's children would say, Amen and Amen. Thank you. See you next Sunday.